Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good to see you, brother. Man, always a blast. You doing okay tonight? I am. And let's, put, let's pull back the curtains. Normally yeah. we like to meet in the mornings, but... Uh, Man, I slept through it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to pull them back that far. Well, I, I, I let it go. Yeah, the, the, the tobacconist uh, had a slow morning, so... <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So so what you guys are getting is uh, Country Squire Radio after dark. After dark. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we traded our coffee for some bourbon. For some bourbon. All right. So, uh, man, I am so thrilled about this topic. Yeah, it's going to be interesting tonight. I've been yeah. chomping at the bit. So, I, I posted it out on the Facebook page. So, right. some of you uh, already have kind of a, a bit of a tease. Right. We are talking about pipe smoking villains. Right. It, right. We're right on the cusp. We're a couple days away from Halloween. It's the right time to do it. And, you know, I was talking to a buddy on my way over here and... uh you know, kind of talking about the, the theme of tonight's show. And uh, he was like, really, you've got to start out with villains and not heroes? And I was like, well, I mean, it, it's Halloween, you know? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing, because honestly, so when we first had this idea, I think we both jumped pretty quickly on the villain that we're going to be talking about, with right. each of us that are bringing to the table today. Right. I try to do a little bit of extra research. It is hard to find pipe smoking villains because typically it's the hero. Because that we're the pipe. good guys. Well, yeah, we're good people. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you look, there are tons of fictional uh, pipe smoking heroes. Yeah. And very few pipe smoking villains. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Um, so, yes, in the future, we will definitely do a heroes episode. Uh, but tonight. Halloween's around the corner. We're all about the villains. This is for you, bad guys. All right, so I say let's let's go ahead and jump in, man. What who do you have? Who which villainous fiend of the? I, I can't make any kind of rhymes. What who, who do you have? <laughs> <laughs> man, I have got uh, really. I mean, obviously for any Tolkien nerd, this is going to be you know quite apropos. But I've got to go to Saruman the White. Saruman the White. Um, I mean, this is a person that you know. When you're introduced to him, you kind of have a creepy feel about him anyway, and 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 maybe he's kind of on the good side, but then he kind of turns wicked, and you know as the story goes along, and his uh, tie-in with uh, with Mordor and Saruman get more apparent. But um, this is someone that was a secret pipe smoker, and just a lot of interesting backstory behind that. So um, not just when, I mean Saruman is is absolutely the the archetype. The, the fallen angel, the wolf in sheep's clothing. He right. was supposed to be what is pure. I mean, he's supposed to be the protector of all that is pure and good in the world. Right. And behind the scenes is, is spoiler alert, I guess. Right. <laughs> if you haven't read it or, heard, or seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, you know, behind the scenes, he made it. He made a deal with the devil. I mean, That's he, right. he sold his soul and gave up his high station for his own personal gains. But that wasn't the only secret he was harboring. That's right. It wasn't because he was smoking tobacco. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. There's this whole, um, and a matter of fact, our friend Justin from Vermont that uh, that contributes to the show pretty regularly, um, we were talking on my way over here tonight, and um, he said, you know, there's this interesting exchange between Gandalf and Saruman when they first introduce uh, Gandalf, when when in the book you see Gandalf and Saruman interacting over a pipe. And what what happens is Gandalf is talking about these pipe rings that he's blowing, and um, you know he's a very sophisticated pipe smoker. Obviously, he's Gandalf, and you've got Saruman who kind of chides him for pipe smoking, and he's uh, he basically said, you know, this is not something you should do. I forget how exactly this conversation goes, but um, as Justin pointed out, Gandalf gives this really wonderful response to Saruman, and, and basically says, look, 
you know, your, your, your pipe allows you to deal with foolishness without being angry. Right, right. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he also said it helps you clear the cobwebs out of your out of your mind. And uh, what a great retort to Saruman, who apparently was ashamed enough of his own pipe smoking to uh, to hide it. So all along the time, you know, this is someone that was um, was telling Gandalf, hey, you shouldn't smoke your pipe. And then he went and smoked his pipe. Um, it's fascinating because as you read into the story more, you know, they go to Isengard, right? right. Yeah. And, and this is just kind of fascinating. It gives you a different, if you don't pick up on, if you're not looking for it or if you don't pick up on it, it's hard to, it's easy to skip over. But, you know, after they defeat in that battle, after they defeat his forces. This is with the Ents. This is with the Ents. Yeah. Uh, they find a mess load of Longbottom Leaf in Isengard, right? So what was it doing there? And how did Saruman get it? And they never really asked the questions, right? They, they just, right. They just kind of accepted. They're like, "Oh, okay, spoils of war." Let's, oh, let's spoils bust of war. This. Oh, wait, but Saruman wasn't supposed to smoke a pipe. And also, um, where did he get Longbottom Leaf that was from the Shire? Exactly. And so the Shire. It, so it, it insinuates basically that he's got an in into this pure Hobbit realm that you know just represents all this peace and. Um, and he, and he's, he's infiltrated it because I mean, you know, uh, I think it's even called like Shire leaf or something like that. I mean, like yeah. in the world, in, in Tolkien's world, pipe tobacco is really more, uh, it's a hobbit. Thing. It is a hobbit thing. It's, right. it's not like, you know, it's that's not, where the others get it from. Exactly. The right. ants don't have their garden. That they're hooking him up with, you know, right. the, the humans don't, the orcs certainly don't, you know, it's, it's a goofy hobbit thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, man, it, it's weird because I never really thought about it. You'd mentioned before the, the concept of uh, Saruman having this uh, habit as a secret. Right. But I never really thought about the fact that this means, you know, what, what the implications are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how deep the corruption within Saruman goes. It's not, not that the corruption led to the pipe smoking, but that he... <laughs> Certainly you know, not. That his, that his reach goes into something as pure as pipe smoking as but, right but as uh, as the shire into the shire that's right that's it's right crazy, it's dude. so fascinating yeah and, and again that's one of those things you could easily skip over if you weren't looking for it um but it, it's an interesting twist yeah man crazy stuff on the facebook page i've, I've been trying to tease out what yeah. you know who who we might be spotlighting as our pipe smoking villains yeah and because you know obviously because he smoked in secret right not only was it never actually featured in any of the movies right uh it's also really really difficult to find artwork about it uh so sorry i was pretty good about playing it close to the chest so to speak <laughs> so bo tell us Who's on your mind, man? Villain, okay. pipe smoking villain. So my class, so so my pipe smoking villain is Davy Jones. Okay, from okay. the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Yeah, uh, he's played by Bill Nye. He uh, not not the science guy. <laughs> uh, and I kind of classify uh, Davy Jones in the same kind of category as I would a, a villain like Darth Maul. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the movie that he was in. Right. Or, but Here man, is an awesome But bad he's a guy. sweet villain, yeah. Dude. <laughs> he had, you know, for th for those who might have, uh, you know, never seen the movie or perhaps you saw it and you cast it out of your mind, Davy Jones uh, is based off of, you know, Davy Jones, the, the character from kind of naval lore, right? Sure. So, yeah. so you've heard the, the story, or the concept of Davy Jones' locker. Right. Being the bottom of the sea. Right. Uh, so Pirates of the Caribbean started off with, you know, the, the first movie was great. I mean, yeah. out, of, out, out of nowhere, that yeah. film was awesome. Yeah. And then... Boy, in, Johnny Depp just crushed it. Dude, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> he crushed it. was it. awesome. Uh, and, and, you know, so what did they do? They went and they made some sequels and, man, they really dropped the ball. They, they added 
way too much detail about stuff that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I, I think mean, they're got, still making them, right? Dude, Aren't they still yeah, like... they're, they're still making them. <laughs> but now they're kind of one off and they're a little bit better than, yeah. than they tried to make with those. I guess I guess with you the call initial trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They they really they just added too much high concept stuff that really had no place. They went Perhaps, overboard. They really went overboard. That's that is like they walked the plank. <laughs> they walked did they walk the plank? <laughs> they walked the plank. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so the character of Davy Jones, the concept is that he fell in love with the sea goddess. Yeah. Uh, and he made a de- deal with her that she would make him immortal and he would essentially be the, uh, the captain of the ship that would leave, lead dead men at sea to the afterlife. Okay. Um, and the deal was that if he does this every 10 years, he could walk the land with her, uh, for one day. Okay. So he has immortality. He gets to be with her one day every 10 years. Wow. I know. Sounds like fun. I'm telling you, great deal, right? <laughs> uh, well, after his first 10 years, she he gets there and she didn't show up. Mm. And he gave up his entire, you know, mm. mortal life for her. Ah, that. So what does he do? He cuts out his heart. He completely betrays what his calling is to do. And rather than carrying these souls to the afterlife, he actually recruits them aboard his ship, the Flying Dutchman, right. to serve. Now, of course, it's cursed, right? Because sure. he gave up uh, his noble uh, his noble calling. And so he and all of his crew slowly become these sea monsters. So, I mean, he's got this like <laughs> octopus head with like the tentacles are like his beard. And, you know, he's got a crab claw for one hand and he's got like a crab leg. That's so epic. He's got the most awesome pipe, dude. Like it just, it has this kind of claw coming up around That's it. That's sweet. I, I put a picture up on the Facebook page. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. Because, yeah. I mean, it really is cool. And he's like smoking this thing, and yeah, he's Bill. Bill Nye has this really cool voice that he gives him, and it's like, "Do you fear death? <laughs> Are you ready for your sins to be laid bare?" Just I mean, screams like, wickedness, dude, mixed with like French. And all the time, he's like lighting this pipe with his tentacles. He's got like mm. one of them, like one of them's holding the pipe, the other one's lighting the match. He's blowing it out through this like side suction cup in his head. Wow, man, it's a uh, it's disgusting. A, it's a cool scene. It's though. like it's like Cthulhu basically smoking a pipe. It but. must be. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's so... And he's like cleaning out the pipe with his claw. Oh, his that's creepy. Claw. But uh, man, I as much as I really was disappointed in those movies, that character, yeah. just the look that they gave him, Bill Nye's performance, uh, you know, at a base level, the concept that kind of surrounds what that character is. Yeah. So cool. Pretty and impressive. What, dude, yeah. and what puts it over the top is that pipe. I remember walking out and thinking that was one of those movies where it was like, dude, I haven't smoked in a while. I got that pipe, dude. <laughs> it was awesome. That's a good film. Oh yeah. man, those gnarly claw-looking pipes too. And you know, you see some of those out there. There's some folks that really specialize in kind of the um, almost a gothic uh, pipe look. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I can see um, that. Yeah, th- there's some folks out there that really specialize in that. Uh, and actually, we've seen uh, some requests for that at, at the Country Squire. I've got a few. Um, you know, recently just from like. Um, you know, because of Halloween, I think, really. Oh, yeah. yeah it's kind of interesting. Yep. Well, and of course, right now, y'all have that pumpkin pipe. We do. We uh, do. Our local carver, Barry Lyle, who uh, makes Celticus pipes, he uh, he made a Halloween-themed pipe, and it's a pumpkin, and it's awesome. Yeah. That thing is... I've, I've got my eye on it, but uh, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to get snatched up think, before I can yeah, get to it. Yeah, it's probably going to run around. That's, a, that's the really cool thing about these one-of-a-kind pieces of artwork. That's it. Is that they're one-of-a-kind, but it's also like, oh, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So I've got pulled up a picture of, of Davy Jones' pipe, and at the very tip of it, it's got like this little ball. You know, I mentioned before, it's got the kind of the, the claw going around it, kind of like a crab almost. It's yeah. like wrapping its arms around. It's amazing, and it, it's not a perfect... Uh, I'm trying to look at what the chamber really looks like. It's not really a perfect sphere. It's almost like a craggy 
opening. <laughs> yeah, like almost like a hollowed out stump. A hollowed out stump or something. And, you know, the mouthpiece is particularly interesting on it because, uh, and again, check it, check the picture out on the, on our Facebook page if you can. Um, but it, it's the stem, the mouthpiece, which I guess is detachable. Um, it's got an incredible uh, end to it. I guess it like just fits right over your lip. I don't yeah. know. Pretty, it's almost looks like a um, trumpet mouthpiece or something. It may be, you know, part of the reason could be because Davy Jones doesn't really have lips. Ah. Like the way his mouth, it almost makes like a, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. It's a maw. It, it just kind of <laughs> rips it, you know, like not right. necessarily in the way that your lips kind of purse, but just like clamps right. down on it. Right. Um. So yeah, it's an awesome pipe. Awesome pipe. Awesome pipe. I, uh. I, I gotta admit, like, I, it's not really, it's not necessarily my preferred style of having kind of those additional gothic esque things, but yeah. I gotta tell you, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet though. Yeah. Like it's something I'd like to have in a collection, but I'm I'm probably not going to bust it out when I'm no. driving my Honda Accord to Kroger. You yeah. know, <laughs> if, uh, I might do it by when I'm when I'm sailing my own ship of the damned. I might right. You know, you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll wait on that. Right. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yep. Pipe question of the week. All right, our pipe question of the week this week comes from Carl. Send it in to us on Facebook. He says, hey, guys, I've considered myself to be a lone wolf pipe smoker. I don't have any close friends that puff. Nor oh, that's do I- sad. I know, right? But I mean, like, I've been there. I know exactly what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> um, I don't have any close friends that puff, nor do I frequent tobacco shops. That being said, your podcast has been like discovering gold. <laughs> I've never been taught anything. I've just figured things out on my own. Yeah. I've I've been smoking for a little over 10 years, and I've learned so much more from your podcast. It's really helped me rediscover the beauty of pipe smoking. So thank you. 
You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Man, thank Bob. you. That's awesome. And uh, his quick question is, is it considered bad practice to occasionally inhale a puff or two while smoking? Because I do. <laughs> Just curious. Keep up the great work, Carl. Carl, man, great question. Thanks. Excellent question. Yeah, Carl, that, that's that's really funny you say that because I've had a conversation in our uh, at the at the Squire recently with some folks about these things. Is particularly with new pipe smokers. Um, you know, they kind of wonder. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to really inhale a pipe. Is that right? You know, so it's interesting. A lot of mo, I would venture to say most pipe smokers do not inhale. Okay. The the smoke, the tobacco is just thicker. It's just a it's right. a coarser, smokier, denser smoking tobacco. Um, Not to mention one of the reasons that smokers might have or that people might have been drawn to pipe smoking as opposed to other you know forms of smoking is because they didn't want they want to inhale didn't want to that's right. right. And so what what you've seen you know especially over the years is that a lot of people migrate from things like cigarettes and um, other forms of tobacco, uh, smokeless tobacco, they'll come to the pipe uh, because they're not getting as much inhale or, you know, they're not inhaling as much or getting as much of a nicotine kick from it. So having said that, you know, if you're, if you're intentionally not inhaling a pipe while you're smoking it, you're still going to inhale some of it just because of secondhand stuff. I mean, you just you can't not. Just because you can't not. That's kind of part of the point. Um, and, and so, again, the beauty of the pipe is that you're, um, you know, with that, you're smoking a very clean tobacco that doesn't have any additives or chemicals that are, that are made to get you addicted to it. The um, majority of pipe smokers will not inhale and just kind of uh, mostly focused on the flavor and also, if you pull the smoke into your mouth and then puff it out your nose, you get some uh, residual flavor that way, too. And that's a lot of how uh, some folks call that French inhaling. It's kind of an interesting, different way to appreciate the, the nuances of the tobacco. Having said that, there are plenty of pipe smokers that do inhale. Now, pipe smoking, it, you know, when you inhale, you're kind of adding a new element to it uh, because pipe tobacco, like any type of tobacco, does have lots of nicotine in it. Um, or I, I say lots. Some has more than others. Some have, some have more than others as far as how different tobaccos are, uh, you know, cured. It depend. It's going to change the complexity. Well, now, when you say cured, what you mean is? Basically, the, the leaves have got to be dried out. Right. Um, and they've got to be um, typically aged over a certain period of time. Sure. And then they're going to add, um, you know, an element too, depending on the tobacco, They'll either have it fire cured where they're, you know, basically the, the leaf is hanging in this giant barn and there's fires burning and all this kind of thing. Or flu cured where there's a remote fire and the, the steam is kind of being pumped in. Right, yeah. Right. So anyway, all these complexities to that. But that does affect the nicotine level. And you've got some folks that are coming, particularly from the cigarette world, that change to the pipe because they want a cleaner tobacco but uh, still, you know, are kind of weaning themselves off, so they do they do inhale. Um, and so you've got, you know, you you do have some folks that inhale that way. Typically, when those folks inhale, they're not inhaling with every puff, Carl. They're really inhaling like, you know, every four or five puffs. They might kind of, you know, take a drag on it um, and 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 just go that route because pipe pipe smoke is really too dense to inhale with every puff. I, I would have to say that too. So, and it's like a cigar. I don't know if you've ever accidentally inhaled a cigar, but you know, if you're, if you're smoking particularly right. strong pipe tobacco, uh, real heavy, you know, Latakia blends or, 
Um, the Perique for me does it, <laughs> but I mean, it can, it can kind of leave your head spinning a little bit if you accidentally inhale some, but no doubt. Um, and then we have some folks that just unrepentantly, uh, you know, uh, inhale, uh, pipe tobacco, you know, all the way, but that, those are pretty few and far between. So, so. Carl, it sounds like it's really about whatever floats your boat. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think most people are going to not inhale, uh, but then you've got a, you've got a pretty good, um, sizable group of folks that, you know, they'll, They'll puff on it very consistently, but every four, five, six puffs, you know, maybe kind of kind of inhale a little bit. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, yeah. Carl, man, thanks for your question. Great question. Yeah. A lot of folks wonder about that because, um, you know, pipe smoking, it, it's lumped in with cigarette smoking a lot, but you're really not inhaling nearly as much. Yeah, so, but that, that is a great question. Quick, Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. All right. Quick fire with the squire. all right so uh jd i'm gonna go ahead and hit you up first here bring it baby i've got uh they're all well hmm. they they're mostly halloween related okay Okay. but but not totally uh frankenstein green or pasty white green nice gotta be green all right tomatoes fried green or boiled red hmm we're in the South. I got to go with fried green. I mean, deep fried. Uh, I understand, I suppose. <laughs> uh, apocalypse, robots or zombies? Zombies, yeah. And then special effects, claymation or CGI? Ooh. Um, I go with CGI. I think claymation has kind of run its course. No, oh, no. It, it I needs think a renaissance, so. man. No. I think CGI has run its I course. Think claymation, I think claymation ran its course, uh, like in the late 90s. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Those are yours. Bo, uh, are you a morning person or a night person? Definitely a morning person. Morning person? Absolutely. Elves or dwarves? Dwarves. wonder why. <laughs> this, this is an audio uh, format. They, they don't know that we are both incredibly short. We're both short, yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I play a dwarf paladin on World of Warcraft. Yeah, it was a <laughs> uh, Clear liquor or brown liquor? Uh, brown. Brown, yeah, yeah. That, that seems right. And clear, wick, uh, clear liquor is for uh, divorced women and men who cannot grow beards. <laughs> Swanson. I, I grew a pretty good beard, but I, I enjoy the casual gin and tonic, so uh, I'll take issue, but good point. Um, and related, uh, do you like red wine or white wine? It re- Man, that's um, it, both... It depends on what, what I'm eating, what I'm doing. I'm yeah. very picky when it comes to wine. Yeah. So that real answer between red or white is just yes. Yes. I like <laughs> it. Absolutely. The answer is yes. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. Some great listener feedback this week. Uh, we've got from iTunes, from the new Facebook page. Y'all, there are so many different ways to uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we especially love those iTunes reviews. Those are worth their weight in gold in the best possible way for you guys to support yeah, the thank, show. Yeah, thanks for contributing to that. So our first one actually does come from iTunes. It's from uh, MailFit, who says, These guys know their stuff. Always entertaining and leave me craving a bowl. The best pipe podcast out there. Their estate pipe ponderings episode answered all of my questions and made me really want to smoke the history out of a bowl. That's beautiful. <laughs> smoke the history out of a bowl. That, I love and that. you know, every estate pipe has history. That's wonderful. And th- <laughs> thank you for saying that. That's wonderful. Our next one is from George, a good friend of ours and a guy we love to love to see come around the squire. Love it, guys. Keep chatting it up. I'm in learner mode now, dudes. Uh, good stuff. Country squire gone worldwide. So <laughs> awesome. I can hear the Reeves from heaven cheering you on. That's, <laughs> and that's beautiful. Great. And it, by the way, the Reeves were the founders of our of our shop, the Country Squire, and uh, and their daughter uh, named Kim is uh, and that's the daughter of the founder. She's still the owner and very involved in our shop. And 
she knows uh, more about tobacco and pipes than I ever would. Dude, so. we have got to get her on <laughs> the really show. We really need to because she's like the pipe mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows her stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you look, if you want to give us listener feedback, as we mentioned, iTunes is absolutely the best place to do it. Just go on to iTunes and search for Country Squire Radio. Yep. Even if you listen to the show through other methods, uh, still go on to iTunes and write us a review. That really, it means a lot to us and it helps us in ways that you can't even imagine. It's, it's really, really great. Yeah. Uh, so again, Facebook.com slash Country Squire Radio. Our Twitter? Uh, it's at underscore Country Squire. And you can email the show at CSR at Podestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. JD, anything else for the people? Man, I had a great time. Just, it's it's pipe smoking weather. Bring it. Happy Halloween, all. <laughs> Y'all too. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.